Welcome to the 438th consecutive release of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy who just can't get enough of using that word release when talking about Laura Gemsner. And joining me all the way across the city of Omaha in my mutual release over Laura Gemsner is my co-host, Matt. Hi, how's it going, everyone? All right. Yeah. Released. Yeah. Moist. Uh, released. Moist. Moist and released. Insertion. Two words that don't bother me, but for some reason, well, I don't think released bothers anybody, maybe in the context of how it's said, but yeah. moist is definitely one of those ones that gets people going. Yeah. When people think of the word release in my mouth, it automatically becomes dirty for them. Yeah. Are they, re- <laughs> wait, are they releasing in your mouth? <laughs> not without my permission, I would hope. Jesus. No, no, of course not. Not without, I mean, of course, with your permission. I'm just asking. <laughs> That is not usually something I often invite. No. Oh, okay. See, all right. I'm just, you know what? I'm just asking a question. One could say that I have <laughs> seldom nor ever really invited such a thing. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, I didn't know you to be like that. So yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these films are making us fucking loopy. Uh, we're starting to get to the well, end. Well, especially because of- we're, I don't know. Are we getting into like the rape zone more than usual? Uh, not necessarily because there's definitely other ones that we've done that were far worse and i still, that's true I, I still think emmanuel was it the manuel and the white slave trade was the one that had like the dog rape and that that's been by yeah far yeah worst. that 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 was definitely the the worst one yeah where the ladies being assaulted by the, jo- the doberman that was basically like or not doberman but a german shepherd that was trained to do such a thing mm-hmm. uh no yeah yeah and, and we've done some of the other movies that had a lot like i think emmanuel in america was the one where she was infiltrating another like prostitution flesh peddling <laughs> ring and that yeah one she got with that senator extreme. and then they you had like was that the one with like the really horrid room yeah and then yeah they also got into like snuff film territory with that one too yeah where it got really yeah really like dark. killing yeah. women and she was drugged while watching it and then he's like no it never really happened it was all suggestion but she took pictures so that shit happened yeah yeah that that got really weird and really dark too i just yeah I, it went from it went from something fun and light and then it got real horrid <laughs> well and it's really bizarre too that it's essentially the quote-unquote black emmanuel if you will that, yeah that because the other emmanuel movies if you will they keep it relatively light and fun but this world this exploring the dark side of humanity and like this the rape aspect of the violence or sexualized violence that ends up happening in a lot of these films it feels like they left it for this territory because it's already a quote-unquote exotic world and that it's okay the other emmanuel series is more about a woman finding herself and you know expressing her sexuality while being a hetero white woman or sometimes non-cis norm like uh bi curious white woman but it's more importantly that it's usually the white women that get away with this type of activity unscathed and it's laura gemsner's character who gets subjected to some of the most horrific treatment as an emmanuel character uh more so than the other ones as far as i recall anyway Um, you are exactly right (laughs) i mean i'm not just gonna say that italian filmmaking is inherently racist but it certainly feels that way in the 70s yeah yeah it definitely feels that way that it's racist misogynistic uh yeah it's just bad well, I mean, that's, all, all around that, that, that was just life in general in that age anyway, I think. And people I suppose. Just, and that's yeah. it, it, is it much different now? I mean, we're trying to fight it now more, trying to realize it more, but I don't know if it's any different. Well, that's because we're a bunch of sniveling, unique little snowflake whiner baby leftists that, you know, just want every single human 
being on the face of this earth to be treated like a human being. How dare we? God, we're fucking so beta. <laughs> yes. Yes, I suppose we actually are. Uh, I I do have to say, at least for my film this week, which is Divine Emmanuel, we might as well start talking about it from 1981. Yeah. Uh, this is a later run, and it, it very clearly had Laura Gemsner shoehorned into a, another movie or a movie that featured Laura Gemsner gets shoehorned into a separate film about a cult. Of kind of something that we experienced I think the the last couple of weeks, the same kind of thing. Yeah. Where it was, it just seemed like they stuck two movies together and just one of those just happened to have Laura Gemsner in it. <laughs> well, the one that we talked about last week, 100%, they took scenes out of uh, Emmanuel and the Deadly Black Cobra. They just basically replaced all the stuff with Jack Palance with another actor or the guy who played her husband in certain scenes and just yeah. reused it. But it was, exactly. it was and a lot of the stuff like with the Black Mamba being released and the lady that she has sex with who ends up getting killed by that. Um, Mamba or the Green Mamba or whatever it was that was in Deadly Black Cobra. That's all the same footage they just reused. So I know yeah. for a fact that that one was like that. And these other ones, I've suspected it as well. I don't know. I mean, the Italian filmmaking, you know, of, of the 70s, the 80s, and even I guess now they still do it a little bit. There's a lot of cut and paste work being done where they slap two different movies together, cut just a little bit of footage that sort of will be like the glue that they'll like film maybe just a little bit of it to put it all together. And then the end result is a completely different movie even though it has a lot of the same footage i mean fuck charlie band did that all the goddamn time with full moon features whenever he started running out of money in like the late 90s early 2000s there was a lot of clip mm -hmm. show movies and it's oh yeah it's something that as a person who rented movies in that era of like the 90s and the heyday where this kind of stuff would ended up being on vhs where sometimes you ended up with i called it a clip show and that's essentially what it was and these later laura gemsner films are 100 clip shows some of them they hired her to be a quote-unquote host of that was some of the ones that we skipped that like the pornos that were just like recut porno scenes with her as a general host that we didn't do um yes like like those kinds of movies there's that kind of stuff and then there's this where there was a, an emmanuel story that probably didn't get flushed out to a full story and then there was another story with a cult uh that and that featured other actors and characters and things and then they loosely tie them together with a few scenes that may have actors and things in common because that wasn't unheard of for them to shoot multiple movies with the same groups, you know, yeah. at multiple times and then reuse them and recut them. We've seen Bruno Mattei do that a fucking ton. And he had to pick that up from somewhere. And it's clearly in these Emmanuel films where a lot of this stuff was done. Uh, yeah, that is his thing. Yeah. And we try to avoid it as much as possible, the clip shows as much as I could. But there's some things where I don't know the source material of where that clip show came from. And this week, uh, definitely. And last week, 100%, we have what feels like two different movies that were cut together and it's something that happens in Italian film. It's a thing. It totally is. It is a thing. You are right. It is definitely a thing. <laughs> all right. So for the Pirate Radio edit for this week, since we're dealing with cults and gurus and all of that kind of horse shit, I figured the finest era of people following a bunch of people's horse shit just because they were looking to be more enlightened for whatever reason was the 60s. So I've chose the psychedelic rock for this week's uh, Pirate Radio edit to fit in with Divine Emmanuel because she's a fake-ass fucking cult leader in this, even though it's definitely yeah. not Emmanuel. They're just putting Laura Gemser in this movie anyway to make it work. Yeah, I, I mean, it is, uh, in neither one of these movies is she Emmanuel. So, <laughs> for the next two weeks. Yeah, there's a lot of that where they just kind of retitled it or whatever, and that's just something that you're going to have to get used to. Anyway, so for the Pirate Radio Edit, for this week, up first, we're going to have Captain Beefheart with the song Abba Zabba because it makes about as much sense as listening to one of these gurus. And when we come back, 
we will do the fucking film Divine Emmanuel right after this. <laughs> this will keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com, or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now... Back to the cutting room. that the song Abba Zabba makes about as much sense as the plot line of Divine of Annuel, and I definitely delivered. You you did not lie. These are <laughs> these are truth facts. Well, let me try to explain to you the things that we saw in Divine Emmanuel. <laughs> uh, but do you have to? Well, I did the notes, so I might as well actually just yeah, go ahead I mean, and explain it, it. Yeah, no, it's yeah, no, you're 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 right. All right, so our first thing starts with a little note at the very beginning of the disc that I decided to take a photo of, so I didn't have to actually write it all down. So the following presentation of Divine Emmanuel, under its commercially released title Love Camp, is considered the official and final cut. Although it was in fact the product of extensive reshoots and re-editing to turn what was intended as a mostly serious, albeit knowingly over-the-top, musical drama into a raunchy cult classic it would become. To capitalize on star Laura Gemser's connection to the Black Emmanuel franchise, certain distributors marketed the film under the title Divine Emmanuel, which we have adapted for this release in keeping with the Emmanuel theme. So, the company that did this release, Severn, is even admitting, yeah, this isn't an Emmanuel film, but it's a Laura Gemser box set under the guise of Black Emmanuel, because that's what most of her stuff was sold under so let's just all go with it and enjoy the show racist but yeah go ahead the first 20 starts with a title love camp and terrible music as a plane slowly taxis its way around an airfield and i mean fucking slowly three four minutes of screen time just watching this airplane dock yeah that is a lot i mean that was a lot (laughs) a senator is arriving and receives a barrage of questions it sounds an awful lot like dialogue so that's our first clip you're not wrong 
some Trumpian fucking bullshit going on with that family. No shit. Is she going to sit on his lap when she's like fucking a preteen and everything's going to be fucking gross? They cut from this to the motorcade and then cut to a bunch of dudes on a dock doing some work and then to a bikini-clad cult following a blonde dude in a dashiki who puts a wreath around a girl's neck and gives her a kiss on the cheek. The cult sings that awful song again and it is terrible once again. You're welcome, folks. I've cut that out of almost all of the clips because it is fucking awful. You're very friendly person for doing that because <laughs> I thought I was going to just go ahead and puncture my own eardrums at one point. Some of the cult followers are topless, so thanks for that at least, movie. There's at least something to be said. <laughs> they cut from this to our next clip. Hey, Dad. Yes, dear. Would you say I'm starting to get a little plump? <laughs> well, you're about the cutest, plumpest girl I've ever seen. <laughs> no, you're the fattest one. <laughs> Go for a swim. Take off some fat. Okay, I'll do just that. Hello. Oh, hello, Jefferson. Thanks for the cable. Of course I'm okay. Yes, the hotel's just fine. All right, that is a clip that's an example of me really not taking out or getting rid of dead space that shows you just how much dead space is in these films when I don't edit clips. Yeah, and I mean, fuck, dude. I, I can't, I, I love that you're showing that, actually, because <laughs> clipping these things, like, is so long. Like, you have, a, like, a lo- what you think is going to be a long clip, but in the end, it, it's fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the clip, the guru is noticed by the senator's daughter, and they have a weird cult follower becoming fascinated with the charismatic leader scene, or as a rom-com crowd would call it, a meat cult. Uh, yeah, no, not cool. <laughs> and the rom-com crowd can go fuck off, too. Well, they call theirs meat cutes. I was just saying it's a meat yeah. cult. Uh, it's okay. just being, I'm being facetious, my man. Nobody actually calls it a meat cult. Just me. All right, I still, you know what, I think it should be one now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, meat, meat cults show up all the time in a lot of these movies, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why it shouldn't happen. <laughs> Maybe because your spell check take the word meat as in meating and change it to meat as in, you know, meat, yeah, that, uh, animal that, byproduct. <laughs> That could be also possible. <laughs> All right. So at the end, when they go into that meat, cute, meat cult, that is our next clip. The Bible says, love thy neighbor. It's difficult for us all to keep that commandment. How can you love your neighbor when our society demands that you be superior to the next man? Don't let them humiliate you. Leave everything behind you and follow me to the mother of light, to the divine one. This planet will burst into a million pieces. So prophesies the Divine One. Come, follow me. What rubbish? The, the most Divine completely One banana. is waiting. <gasps> Get off of me. Let go. Let go of me. Get off me. Let go. Peace be with you. Like you, many try to drag the Divine One's name in the dirt. No one can do that. Go in peace. Ah, get off. Well, love goddess, here I am. 
Now, I want you to show both of us what this love temple is all about. Bear your soul to us. <laughs> this sinner needs a lot more than just pretty sermons to be converted. <laughs> now, that's a revelation. Yes, love certainly does heal. Touch me and you'll be healed. Oh, brother. Yeah, touch me and you'll be healed. <laughs> she is naked at the end of the clip. The dude starts sucking them titties. She asks him to slow down and he does not. She starts fleecing him for cash before the fucking under the guise that it is a donation to their goddess. And now both dudes are throwing down with the same lady. And that seems like a lot of money for two dudes to bang one lady, even for their God. Well, you know, sometimes uh, some cash is king. And uh, <laughs> and that that's just how it goes court i mean that fuck sequence ends with the young teenage girl arriving at the cult and some discussion and our next clip come in sit down i'm patricia benneman peace be with you i'm dorian welcome to the temple of the divine one divine my goodness you make it sound so mysterious like something supernatural yes you could call it that she is extraordinary she's of divine birth now Wait just a minute. It's perfectly all right. Since you don't know her, your reaction is understandable. But once you've seen her, you won't laugh. Well, whoever she is, she must be someone very special. You seem to be so happy when you talk of her. So she must be out of this world. She's near me every minute. In everything I do throughout the day. In my actions, in my thoughts. She's responsible for everything I do on Earth. Well, is there any chance of seeing her? You make her seem so important. Under the present circumstances, that would be out of the question. <laughs> now shove your butt here. What do you plan to do with that candle? I'm going to light it for your divine one after I push in your candelabra. Are you crazy? Oh, look, I pay for the fun, kid. Because you'd have to give up everything you have and follow her. What was that? That sound? <laughs> Nothing. You jerk! Get out and get us another girl. Our meditation period starts in a second. Do you care to join us? You can if you want. I gotta go home. Maybe some other time. Can I come by again? Come only if you feel you need us. I'll be seeing you, Dorian. Wow. <laughs> what has happened? A man wanted a body for money, and she rejected him. Forgive me, Go darling, now. But I just couldn't go through with it. He was so ugly, and he wanted me to do such horrible things. I just couldn't. Stand up. Stand up. You know our laws, and you have to comply with them. Your soul belongs to the Divine One. But you must sell your body for the good of us all. My body and my soul belong to you, Dorian. Silence. <gasps> you still don't understand the message of the Divine One. All right, I free you from your oath. You are free. You can go. No, please. Hmm. Please don't throw me out. I promise I won't do it again. Please, I beg you. Hmm. All right, I forgive you. Go and never break the laws of the Divine One again. Thank you, Dorian. Tanga, the rest of the milk, please. Yes, Divine One. Tanga. Yes, mistress. Would you please connect me with Dorian? Tanga, I told you to connect me with Dorian. Don't tell me you're jealous of Dorian, my most devoted disciple. And our best moneymaker. Don't forget that. Now go and obey my orders. Call him. And then set course for Limassol. Selected one. The divine one wants to speak to you. Huh? Will you put her on the intercom, please? Certainly. Dorian, 
I know I can depend on you because you understand my message of love and possess the ability of passing it on to others. Is anything the matter, Divine One? There's something in your voice. Your instincts are right. I am worried. I am deeply concerned about the future of our camp of love and of our people. I see black clouds gathering above our heads, clouds threatening to force you and all our disciples to leave the country. Divine One, does the name Benaman mean anything to you? Do you mean the millionaire, Senator Benaman, who's now campaigning for governor? I was thinking of his daughter, Patricia. She was here today. I told her about you and your work. Patricia Benjamin, heiress to the Benjamin fortune. Did she say she was returning? Yes, she did. Then win her over to our cause, for who knows what difficulties await us. We shall discuss her when I am there. Goodbye, Dorian. Till then. I shall await you, Divine One. The nudity in all of these scenes is super uncomfortable and wrong with all of the violence and sex trafficking bullshit that they are doing, so I just yeah, can't so really get into any of it. It's like every other cult, hidden in money and power for someone else, not free love horseshit. <laughs> and I have a hard time Sorry. separating the depictions on screen versus the reality of the actual actors performing it to enjoy any of this nudity, and it's just kind of yeah. gross. Yeah, no, it's totally gross. You can't enjoy any of this shit. And uh, these people are terrible, and uh, they should be dealt with. with and painfully. The clip ends with a bunch of cult members dancing and having a good time in various states of disrobe. A naked lady runs off. A naked dude follows her. Then the film cuts to a blonde lady masturbating when a naked dude shows up to start enjoying her doing that and somewhat help out and they decide to fuck it out on screen and we get to watch. Good for them. This is better acted and has a lot more believability to it so there is that. I just wanted to point that out that sex scenes in this at least look somewhat more realistic and any sexual assault stuff they do thankfully cut away from at least in the start um, pretty quickly when the people are actually wanting to have sex and are consenting to it then it actually is actually rather healthy in some of that regard that you get to see here so there's that too so there's a kind of take it as you go your mileage may vary while you're watching that yeah the film this cuts true the film cuts from that artful fucking to a martial arts lesson and then a game of duck duck goose with a naked girl and then a game of blind man's bluff groping with ladies in bikinis. Then it cuts back to that couple fucking and lingers on that until the dude runs out of steam or pops his top, whichever the two happens. Whichever happens, he's done. He crawls off of her. Yeah, then he's, he's like, alright. <laughs> it then cuts to a naked woman being painted with a complete sexist joke. Um, by being painted, I mean she is posing as a man paints her. And then there's some guys in the background that are pseudo-intellectual asshats that make this weird joke with her around. Really annoying stuff, and you can just skip all of that if you really wanted to. Yeah, it's, it's it's not needed. <laughs> the guard is shocked by a pair of bikini-clad ladies, but then gives a notification of the arrival of the Divine One that sends people scrambling, and that is the end of the first 20 fucking minutes, finally. Oof, that, uh, that took a while. Yeah, it is a rough start to the film. It takes a while to actually get there. The sex scenes, like I said, are at least shot a lot better than what we've seen in the last couple of weeks. Um, they stay with the bodies, and they linger on the shots of the bodies in what you would pretty much want to see. Uh, yeah. where they're filming from the hip or what have you. There's an inordinately large amount of fucking crotch shots of young ladies in this film, so if that's the sort of thing that you're into. If, if you're into the crotch shot, this is uh, this is for you. <laughs> there is pretty much equal nudity for the most part uh, whenever you're in the cult, but all the stuff that's on the beach with that guy that started it there with that cult, that's a little bit different. Um, it's more like the ladies are nude to try and entice more dudes into their cult more or yeah. less i mean that seems to be how you would do it if you're going to try to entice people into your cult right that's that's how it's usually done yeah and everybody really knows right off the bat in the first 20 minutes where this is going with this cult we've all been there yeah. before we know what's going to happen <laughs> it's 
It's just like every other cult. <laughs> yeah, there's no surprises as far as that goes. You can pretty much paint it by numbers. But there are a few things here and there that help you enjoy the film a little bit more. But if you've seen one movie that takes place in a religious cult like this, particularly if, a if you've ever heard of cult, one cult, any real cult, then you know what this cult's about. <laughs> yeah, if there is one particular cult that involves the uh, misnomer of thinking that Flavor Aid was Kool Aid, you know exactly how this is going. I mean, we every there's no different cult. All right. Maybe they worship something different or they think something different. But in the end, all cults are about the same thing. Money, power. And, and there you go. And, and by power, I mean power over anybody sexually, mind control, whatever. But that's it's always those two things. Money and power. Yeah. And usually it's for someone that has not had any that finally finds a way to garner it by stealing it from other people and tricking them into it. And the reason they never had any is because they shouldn't. <laughs> you ready to move on to the next 20? Ready to move on. All right. So the next 20 starts with everyone gathering for Emmanuel, the Divine One's appearance, so it dissolves into them running to greet her and they find her Oceanside. She strips in front of them and they cheer. Well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> she hops on a horse Brick. and they follow her and this dissolves into them cheering love, love, love at her forever until a dude hits a gong and that finally gives us some more dialogue and darn. And nice then play. the Undertaker shows up. No, wait. I am deeply moved. Because I see all of you so happy. It is time for mankind to follow in our footsteps, for the end is near. The earth shall go down in fire and lava. That shall signify the end of Lucifer's reign. Afterwards, when the surface of the earth has cooled, those of you who have learned to overcome death will rise. Your souls will rise. You and you, you are the future masters of the world and of the new life. We are here, happy together. It is my wish that we forget all our worries today. Children, let us celebrate. One moment, Divine. Yeah. A serious offense has taken place. You must pass sentence. Speak. Helen here has been rejecting all of the inhabitants of the camp who have wanted to spend the night with her, with the exception of Richard, and he has been sleeping with no one but her. Helen, what do you have to say to that? We're in love, the both of us. In love? Did you hear that? In love? In love. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Helen, Richard, come here. Your actions mean you haven't understood anything. Not a thing of what I'm trying to convey to you, of the message I bring. None less than Mahatma Gandhi said, he who only loves one person cannot love them all. Don't you understand? Love for only one person is egoism. It makes you deaf and blind towards the problems of others. When two people love each other, they shut the world out. That's a sin. Divine one, punish us however you please, but don't make us leave the camp. If you do not wish to leave the camp, then you will have to be whipped. Do you agree? Yes, Divine So one. be it. All right. I sentence each of you to 20 lashes of the whip. Tanga, Veronica, carry out the punishment. Come. The couple are stripped naked and whipped in front of everyone for the crime of not fucking everyone all the time and wanting to be a solo couple. Very culty-like hey, yeah. activity. <laughs> Monogamy apparently makes you stupid. They use Mahatma Gandhi to prove that. All right. You're you're stretching it a bit, lady. <laughs> if this is your kink, then I am sure it's the sort of thing that you might get off on. It's not my thing, I guess, because I'm not really enjoying watching them getting fake whipped with a fucking whip made out of a rope. No, it's not cool. Emmanuel decides... If you're into it, you're into it, but I, I no. <laughs> Emmanuel decides to give them each the final five lashes and then unties them and sends them on their way with a hug. The pair is forcibly 
separated and a great big feast frenzy sequence begins with the cult ripping apart some skewered meat like a bunch of fucking maniacs. This would all be extremely shocking had I never been to Matt's house on a New Year's Eve before. It's very true. I am. Uh, it actually, after I cook prime rib, it is uh, disturbingly bad. <laughs> the film follows a couple pairing off into a hut where the lady tempts him with her body and the camera takes long leering looks at her body as she offers him sex from the cult. She talks gibberish. cameraman. <laughs> she talks gibberish until she states they should fuck standing. So the film shows them doing just that in lurid detail. Yes, lurid detail. It cuts back to the food orgy thing, then back to this couple throwing down again in the hut. This cutting back and forth between them fucking and the crowd frenzy feeding continues until the film passes the 33 minute mark. With that, the couple then finishes and it cuts to Emmanuel and her servants. She is distraught and grabs a whip and strips. That leads to our next clip. No, wait here. Almighty God, the camp of love is in the greatest of danger. Don't let it be destroyed before I fulfill my mission to spread your message. God, Jesus, the message, me, the message. servants enter the room and kneel before Zod if you know what I mean and I think you do and then the <laughs> film cuts to the after feeding frenzy and then a lesbian sex scene with Laura Gemsner and the servant lady I assume there was the blonde lady that was there helping her before that goes on for some kissing and gyrating that doesn't look at all that sexual but is still worth watching for obvious reasoning yeah there is an inordinate amount of simulated crotch rubbing between the two ladies and the changes in positions are even very appreciated where they kind of switch uh, one will pop up and then display their body so slightly differently and the editing just is kind of like them getting the orders to just move and then they just do but the actresses still find a way of making it seem like partners deciding to switch it up in their positions um, yeah the way that they end up shooting it and the way that it ends up going so this is all very much consensual sex and we've got Laura Jemsner so this all feels like a very much thank you movie i think i think so this all ends with a cut to the senator in his office and our seventh clip dad uh-huh mm. daddy yes dear am i disturbing you well what kind of talk is that it'd be the first time you ever disturbed me now come on sit down on my lap uh, you and your mother are the only two women who've never disturbed me you're a doll i know how much work elections uh, are. i'm taking this one in my stride maybe it's because i'm getting old besides i reproach myself for not keeping an eye on you so it's enough of that kind of talk and i'm happy you can be with me instead of at your school where you'd have more to profit i'm tired of playing volleyball all the time oh, let's be with not you. go through that again if you please it was a solemn promise to your mother 
sure that you'd get the best education I could offer. That you'd be as intelligent as you are beautiful. <laughs> I have something to tell you. I've met someone, a young man. There's something about him that's very special. Ah, uh -huh. mm, I know who your dance partner last night. No, Dad. Now let me think what other young man was there. I'll bet it's the Robinson boy. No, Dad. Ah, then I it's the... I beg your pardon, Senator. There's a newsman outside, a Mr. Miles from Business World. Oh, show him in. I was expecting him. Mustn't keep the press waiting. Come on. Hello, Mr. Miles. Good afternoon. Nice to see you again. The pleasure's all mine. Happy you had some time for me this afternoon, but I do have a bone to pick with you. Is something the matter? You seem depressed. You look sad. Why? <laughs> Funny. Actually, I feel just fine. Hmm. Almost happy. The effects of liquor on the soul is a subject that has been discussed by all the great philosophers in history. Take Freud, for example. Thank you, my love. That drink was truly the nectar of the gods. Don't run away. But Freud was more interested in its effects on the emotional state of man. He even found reasons why people should drink. Oh, come, come. Don't try to justify the weakening of a man's mind and spirit. Every <laughs> drop of liquor is poison to the spirit of man. But think of all the people who have turned to it for centuries in order to lose their inhibitions. How their spirits are freed. The Greek era would be unthought of without wine. What happened to the Greeks and all their culture? They had their downfall. They ran into it with a bottle of wine in each mm. hand. Ah, but look what they left behind for posterity. Uh, Let's get uh, back to your Abdurushi uh, and his followers. Those people are all a bunch of screwballs. Spiritual beings whose souls hang on strings of light. If you know what I mean. There's only one way to succeed in life, and that's keeping cool. Real cool. And stay cool. Oh, yeah. She's crazy! Cry! Just look at the way she's jumping up and down with the waste of pure energy, isn't it? Well, maybe you're right, but some enthusiasm never hurts. There's something makes you enthusiastic. The Divine One. Ah! I bet if someone started making fun of the Divine One's teachings, you wouldn't stay cool, would you? I'd kill the fucking bastard! I'd knock his brains out! Hey, throw that drink in her face! I would like to talk to you, Divine One. Everybody leave. Up with you. Mm. You gotta go, you gotta go. Shame. Come on, get up. Mm. Let's go. Mm. Saratustra said, if you go to a woman, don't forget to whip. But what did he say about females who force you to leave the room? <laughs> well then, come on in. What's troubling you, Rose? Divine One, I'm ashamed to tell you. Why, have I done something wrong? Mm -mm. Then why are you afraid to speak? I don't know. I just don't know how to say it. I've been at the Camp of Love for six months now, and it's all been so beautiful. Staying here, being near you, listening to you speak, your words. But suddenly I don't feel strong enough for this way of life. I want to go back, Divine One. I've always said I wouldn't force anyone to stay. And as freely as you came, you can leave. Goodbye, Rose. I wish you health and luck. I have one last request. Could we make love for the last time before I go? <laughs> that seems like a reasonable request with Laura Gemsner in the room. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, that seems reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> There's significantly more unreasonable things to ask from somebody whenever you're trying to leave their cult. I know, right? It's like, uh, I mean, like, can I can I get five for the fucking taxi ride home? No? All right. <laughs> can I get any of the money that I have donated can... to this fucking cult now that I'm leaving back? No? Oh, okay. Thank you, Scientology. <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> 
All right. So as you can hear, there is a bunch of hedonistic sexual activity going on while the pair were waxing philosophical in the background of that clip. I think that was pretty obvious, including one of the dudes oh, yeah. actually was fucking a chick. And because she was enjoying herself too much, she decided to have a drink thrown in her face. Yeah, she she was into it. That's uh, that's some true stuff right there. Yeah. Emmanuel kicks everybody out before that final fuck request that we were talking about. And then we actually see them throwing down and them getting ready to throw down is the halfway mark of the film, pretty much. All right. There you go. <laughs> We're at the halfway mark, and it's a, a lot of uh, a lot of cult, a lot of sex, and uh, and a lot of taking advantage of other people. So, eh, not, not really all that cool movie. <laughs> I guess it depends upon your perspective. If you're the one that's going to be suckering these people into being in your cult, I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, being well, a cult it, leader uh, in, the, in this day and age is significantly much harder work than it was back in the '70s when this movie uh, was made. What was it? Uh, it was uh, the Creed from uh, The Office. Just said, "I've been a member of many cults, both as a leader and as a follower. Make more money as." A leader but have a lot more fun as a follower <laughs> oh and that's actual creed from the grassroots which makes it even funnier <laughs> yeah 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 i don't really have a lot to say about this like we already said no, we already talked about that it much it's to say yeah it's a fucking cult movie we've seen this before we know where this is going yeah. we know where it's leading we just have to get there yeah exactly yeah and i i think i go from like the second half um uh, like I, I think i go maybe in two more or three more blocks because we have about once once we get through the full first hour mark of the film then we pretty much have like 40-ish minutes so I think I break it up into two parts from there I'm not 100% sure but I just know that the break between the first half of the film and then the next break is much shorter because we're running out of time so I think I go to the next hour so it's like maybe 15 minutes of screen time there you go All right, so let's get going on that with the second half All right, that starts with them still fucking and this is how you film an erotic film the lingering shots of the slow push in with the camera. This all felt way more erotic than the last several weeks of sex scenes that we've been watching. So, yeah, this is actually a pretty decent sequence until the sequence is ruined by Emmanuel setting up the innocent girl to be raped by her muscled man servant. Because, of course, that is what has to be in these fucking films. That's just what they decide to do. Yeah, that's just how it has to go, I guess. That rape finally fucking ends. And that leads to dialogue and our next clip. Divine one, I love you. I hate to leave you. We're Wherever you may go, sweet Rose, I'll be with you. I've come to confess, Divine One. Confess of my love for you. And that's literally the only dialogue, and I stop yep. trying to find dialogue for clips and start worrying about actual lengthy dialogue that's worthwhile from there on. And, and by the way, that's not what you want to tell your uh, Divine One who's preaches no love. I mean, you, you probably should keep that to yourself. They're big shoots. <laughs> Emmanuel sends her muscle man to follow the girl leaving the camp that he just raped and has a visitor who is played by her real-life husband. And then they fuck for a while on screen, so that's all a thank you movie. At least that's consensual sex we can enjoy. Yeah, exactly. At the end of their fucking, we see the girl being followed again by Emmanuel's henchman guy. He promptly murders her, and then it cuts to a guy singing like Little Richard did in the 80s on various movies. If you've seen that shit, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> All of his songs are about the Divine One and the end of the world, and it's just a bunch of fucking bullshit, but there is a completely stark naked lady dancing with a serious sunburned tan line. She's shaking her privates all the way up into the screen, and and we get to see all the way up through Heaven's Gate, if you know what I mean, and I think you do. Oh, I yeah. Everything. I saw everything. Everything. <laughs> 
there are two dudes arguing about who is prettier between the two of them. And at some point in this whole thing, the nude lady does a split. And this is now a much better sequence. And I can ignore how terrible the musical performance is just enjoying yeah, this. Nude yeah, the, that's uh, that's some hella splits right there. <laughs> it cuts from this to the leader dude arriving and being offered a fuck. He turns down and then cuts to the men fighting for the right to bang the lady that they both were hitting on during the beginning of this sequence. That ends with more fucking nude dancing as Doreen wanders on by and finally some dialogue that can be usable and our next foot. You come late, Dorian. But I'm here, Tanga. Divine one. Dorian, peace be with you. What have you brought me? Look inside, divine one. The amount is written on the piece of paper. Well, Dorian has managed to accumulate more than all of you together. I shall show you my appreciation later, Dorian. Please take your seat now. Done. <laughs> what is that? Tanga, go and look what's going on. That is the sound of the pigs arriving as we see them hit the grounds, and that is the full hour mark and our next break. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the pigs are getting there because someone's got to shut down this cult. <laughs> yeah, apparently, you know, some cult members have gone missing or something along those lines, and we've actually seen one get murdered. So we know something is yeah. definitely up, but it's weird that the cops are showing up immediately after the most recent murder that just happened, like just moments ago. Like, why couldn't they be there just as the girl was trying to leave and save her life? Yeah, right. What, what, what happened with that? Yeah, I mean... It's pretty obvious what we're setting up here. We have a senator. Well, much like cops, always too late to actually stop any real crime. Right. They show up two hours later to fill out a notebook and make snide remarks about your life at you. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what fucking cops do. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah. I mean, anybody who knows and or has, you know, basically followed the plot line of Jonestown knows what's going on here. The yeah. senator's daughter is going to get embroiled in this to get the senator's interest, but the police are already interested and then we are going to see what's going to be happening here. And they're already <laughs> knowing what's going on with this cult so this cult's days are already numbered we don't really need the senator's daughter through line in this other than it just adds a little bit of extra intrigue and it's just another fucking blonde haired lady that looks slightly too young to be in this movie being shown naked right. on screen yeah you're just like um this is uncomfortable at this point <laughs> there's a lot of nudity in this of people that are nebulous ages that you're not exactly sure what's going on and i can't tell if that's just my age now as an old man that i worry about i think it definitely is yes <laughs> I, I think i think that's that's the same as anything right there. I think we're we're getting older and uh everyone in these movies is starting to look who might have now been dead for years is starting to look way too young. And and you feel a little bit wrong watching it. I mean, there's definitely some of the characters you can tell that the actresses actresses are of age yeah. when they're naked and the, the gentlemen all you can definitely tell but there's a couple of sequences in here with like some of the people walking around on the beach where i know that like the nudity laws for that sort of thing in the country may be different than ours as what can and cannot be shown on film and i start getting real uncomfortable about all the different members in the cult that are running around naked you know what I yeah. mean? like it just starts making no i me get feel it uncomfortable like i'm i'm not really wanting to enjoy this if you know what i'm saying nope i exactly get it <laughs> <laughs> so this like i said your mileage may vary on that this film is there's a lot of stuff that i'm feeling pretty uncomfortable the entire time during it uh the actual story as far as the cult's going you're watching the downfall of the cult as it's happening we're following along pretty easily here there's not really that much stuff that's confusing what the plot line is it's very straightforward this is the final days of jonestown 
only if Jonestown were led by a hot woman that looked like Laura Jemsner. And very often you don't see Laura Jemsner playing the bad bad guy in a sense, but no, you hardly ever see it, if at all. And in this case, it's more or less just this disturbed individual who uh, gathered people around her for power and control and was punishing them in certain ways and had her own hangups and issues that she was working through with them. And mm-hmm. like any other fucking cult leader, she was deeply flawed. And though she was definitely murdering everybody that tried to leave, so that makes her 100% evil at that point. It, yeah. You know, oh, you know, yeah. Like Exactly. No, you're you're exactly right. Yeah. So it's, it's a strange role to watch for her, and that's not the part that's making me uncomfortable because I think she's doing a great job being a villainess in this. Yes. Same here. I just kind she's of- doing pref- great. I just kind of prefer her more of an avenging angel type for if she's going to be doing some evil shit, maybe it's because somebody else already did some evil shit first. You yeah, because it's hard for me to see her as a bad person. <laughs> right. It's hard to enjoy her nudity when she's evil. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, <laughs> hard is a relative term. <laughs> when she's evil, it's definitely hard. Yeah. All right. So the next 20 starts with the cops getting out of their cars and dialogue as to why the fuck they're there and our next clip. Welcome, Inspector Theodakis. Well, what brings you to us this time? Where are the missing sect members? I don't know, Inspector. They're not on the camp? Nowhere in sight? Did they leave the camp? No, they didn't leave the camp. What does that mean? We threw them out. We made them leave the community. Nobody is forced to stay here. But whoever stays has to obey the laws of the sect. Now, is there anybody here who'd like to leave this camp? That's the reason I'm here this afternoon. If anybody wants to go, then go. Don't be afraid, especially not of this crazy female. You've heard the inspector's question. It seems he doesn't believe what I'm saying. If there's anyone here who wishes to leave us, let him do so now. All of us are happy here. We're here of our own free will. Our souls, our hearts belong to the Divine One. To the Divine One? Don't make me laugh. You know what that lady is. The lady's a fake, a swindler, a liar. How dare you insult the Divine One? The likes of you deserves to die. Come here, Get you pig. You're Get not worth the, the dirt you walk on. Dorian, halt. I say, let me go. Stop. No. Oh. Good show, Lieutenant. Whew. Well, have you been able to find anything out yet? Any clues to where the missing sec members could be? Have you noticed anything? Mm-mm. Nothing, Inspector. But I have a feeling they must be here somewhere. Well, I think they're still here, too. Have you got the radio hidden where they won't yeah. discover it? Don't worry, they'll never find it. Keep up the good work, and good luck. Uh-huh. Let's get you back to your people. All right, where do you want it? What? Hmm, where do you want it? Oh, shit. Here. <laughs> Now get back to your bloody crowd and shut up! Big! One last word! You've been warned! She's a swindler, but if you want to stay, then go ahead! It's your own grave! And grateful for your good intentions. Although violence is no means for us to take revenge, those means we leave to them. Because, as the Bible says, the meek shall inherit the earth. Peace be with you. 
Our youngest member, Susan, who has been with us for over a year now, has come to me and asked that she be made a woman. Today I gave her my consent. Show her in. Begin the ceremony. Undress our sister Susan and prepare her for her womanhood. Susan, are you truly prepared to go through one of the most important moments of your life in front of all our brothers and sisters, as is demanded by our laws? Yes. All right then, let's start making you a woman. Sure you won't change your mind? Yes, I'm sure. Tanga? Don't be afraid, Susan. Come, Susan. I, I... Come, take it in your mouth. Mm. Enough. Come. And now? Will it hurt much? Yes, but then it becomes wonderful. Well, that was fucking disgusting. Yeah, it uh, makes me want to kill somebody. <laughs> this clip ends with a brutal deflowering, to say the least. It's basically a fucking rape in front of the entirety of the cult demanded by Emmanuel's character of the Divine One. What a yeah. bunch of fucked up horse shit. This is fucking... It's, hey, hey, oh, yeah. yeah, it's rape. Is what let's, go, let's go with the fact that, okay, she, this person wants to lose their virginity. All right, fine. You, you tell me you could be just a little bit nicer about it? I mean, holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, you could find a better person to do it cult leader jesus christ this guy's a fucking maniac the a sociopath is the point the cruelty is the point yeah fuck that Emmanuel, fuck you movie emmanuel asks dorian to the beach and the pair meet up there where emmanuel and he begin throwing down in the ocean before emmanuel starts trying to drown him while fucking him because it helps her get off even more easily this obviously half drowns him so she calls for help and that leads to our next clip dorian tang tanga Quick! He's recovering, Divine One. Good. You can go now. Tanga, you can go now too. Mm. Forgive me, Dorian. I wasn't myself. Who am I to dare forgive you? It is as I said. My life and my soul are yours. Tomorrow, I'll have to leave again, and I... <laughs> There's plenty of time until tomorrow. Plenty of time, Dorian. You must get that Benjamin girl to join us, Dorian. Have you read the papers? They say she'll be inheriting a lot of money. With that money, we could rebuild our village somewhere else. I'll do my best to win her over, Divine One. You'll succeed in keeping her interested in you, Dorian. You have all the necessary attributes a man needs. All. Good luck. Don't fail us. I won't fail you, Divine One. What are you doing here, Gabriel? I asked you a question. What are you doing here? Waiting. Oh? And what are you waiting for? I wanted to make love to you. But I just made love to Dorian. Not that one, Divine One. I know that very well. But still, I want you. And I know you want me. Isn't that so, Divine One? You want me, don't you? So I'll take you right now. You're mine, Divine One. All mine! No, please don't. You're all mine! I'm going to make love to you. No, don't. You're mine. This turns into a rape scene and the pig doing it gets Emmanuel to confess she is disgusted by the cult and hates them all and this is just fucked up and the film cuts from that to more dialogue and our next clip. Dorian? Somehow I was positive I'd be seeing you again. I dreamt of you last night. The first time I've ever dreamt of a man. Dorian. Will I be seeing you again, Dorian? I wouldn't advise it. Forget me. How can you expect me to forget you? Don't be silly. The temple of the Divine One will always be open to you. Peace be... Don't. Would you please tell me where you were? I was out for a walk. I want you to tell me where you were, damn it! 
You're lying to me. That hurts me more than anything. I love him, Dad. Huh. You love him. You, the daughter of Warren Benham and Senator of the United States, in love with a lunatic. A man who uses the methods of a pimp to make money for a lady called the Divine One. Dad, you don't believe that. I get my information from very reliable sources. And take my word, you can believe them. I love him, and I don't intend to stop seeing him. So, well, we'll have to do something about that. I forbid you to set foot out of this house again. That is, until we leave it to catch our plane home. Go up to your room. <laughs> Well, well, well. Pretty. So you're little Dorian. What do you want? I just want to give you a small piece of advice. Stop meeting Miss Benneman. Joshua, Johnny, throw him out. Mm. Oh. Brought your supper, Miss Benneman. Oh, I'm not hungry. You haven't had a thing to eat today. If the senator finds out, he'll be very angry. You must eat some. I can't get it down. I'll leave it here for you anyway. You might get a little hungry later on. Good night. The world could live in harmony with the spirit of brotherly love prevailing everywhere if only the message of the Divine One would be heard and understood. And if it could sink deep down into the hearts of men, then the world would have everlasting peace. Isn't he wonderful? Say no to factories and to all who use you. Learn to fight by refusing to be exploited by big business, but do it without hatred in your hearts. Oh, just a minute, please, sir. Have you ever thought of all the love you get and how little of it you give back? I'll give you five bucks in cash if you blow me. Make it eight. Eight? But you've got to make it quick. I've got to get back to work. Of course we're all sinners. We all are. Yes, you and me. But it's my duty and yours to ward off temptation, to fight the forces of evil, and to make the cross we all have to carry as light as possible. We must love our fellow man, live with him, not hate nor envy him. Dad, I belong to him. There's no use trying to get me back, Patricia. I've run away. I had to see you again. Father wouldn't let me leave the house. It's the first time I've disobeyed his orders. I had to see you. He won't stand for that. You can bet on that, young man. She's coming home with me. Now, who the hell do you think you are? Dad, I'm staying here with him. First you seduce my daughter, and then you turn her head and try to convince her to believe in your mad ideas. Get out. This is a house of prayer. Ha! A place all your girlfriends use to earn the sects of money. Mm-hmm. I've been told what goes on around here, and you're worse than a bunch of pimps, damn you! He's the man I love, Dad. Patricia, get a hold of yourself. If you don't stop this nonsense, and come home with me right this second I'm calling the police. Oh, Father, please go before I start to hate you. No matter what you say or do, I'm staying here with him because I love him. I see. I wouldn't advise the police getting involved. You're smart enough not to want that. Can you imagine the headlines? Daughter of Senator Warren T. Bannerman, in love with disciple of religious sect. That wouldn't help your career any, I'd say. And uh, your career is very important to you, or isn't it? Well, yes. I'd call that blackmail, if that's what you want. Blackmail or not, I'm staying with him. I guess I'll leave you to your own fate. As for you, we'll be seeing each other again. Dorian, you told me it wasn't easy to become a member. You had to make a personal sacrifice. I'm willing. Amanda? This is Patricia. She'll be staying with us from today on. Well, I hope so. We've been hearing so many nice things about you. We all love you. Come on. Joshua? Connect me to the Divine One, and hurry! This is the Divine One speaking. What is it, Dorian? Patricia Benneman, the girl I told you about, is here. Dorian, I knew it. I'm proud of you. It is not every man who has the power of conviction you have. You have done well. I am pleased. But did you get her to donate any of her riches to our cause? Will it be enough to build a new camp of love somewhere where we can all live in peace again? Yes, Divine One. She's donating her entire fortune. Dorian, that's the answer to my prayers. Yes, she but... She uh, how much it was. $300,000. That is good. Dorian, I wish to see the girl. I want you to bring Patricia Benham into the camp of love tomorrow. Come with me. 
The divine one is expecting you. Go in. God, Jesus, the message, me. God, Jesus, the message, me. God, Jesus, the message, me. Divine one. God. Hello, Dorian. You are Patricia. Peace be with you. Dorian didn't do you justice. You're far more beautiful than he described. Well, all human beings are beautiful. They were created in God's image with his face and his power of love. But now I must speak to Dorian. It will just take a second. I'll wait outside. She's a very nice girl and very beautiful, too. That was well done. Congratulations. Thank you, Divine One. Uh, I, I would like to discuss the matter of Patricia's initiation. You see, this is all completely new to Patricia, and she, she just isn't prepared for our life here in the camp. So what would you have me do? I think we should have some patience. Patience? You know what I mean. I think I understand, Dorian. Take her to your hut. For the moment, she belongs to you. Nobody is to touch her. That is nobody but you. Is that what you wanted, Dorian? My life belongs to you. And your soul? Hatred, envy, and intrigue do not exist in this camp. Four years ago, I gave up everything to come and live here. I haven't regretted it for a moment. I'm happy here. So are all the others. You'll be too. Hello, Andreas. Nice to see you again. Thanks. Peace be with you. Did you bring her with you? Yes. Is she going to stay? I think so. Welcome to the camp. I'm sure you won't regret it. Thanks. We're like a big family. With us, you'll never miss the world outside. You know something? I like you. Come on, let's go to bed and make love. No! Ah! What? By no means. But, but why? Orders of the Divine One. Oh. Why didn't you say so? That's different. Hmm. Till the next time. Come on, let's go. Mamma mia. This is my hut, and this is where we'll be staying while we're here. It's not exactly a palace, is it? No, it isn't. If you're not willing to live here, speak up now. Dorian, it may not be a palace, but it's very romantic. You're here. That's all that matters to me. I love you, and I want you at my side. I know it's egotistical, but I want you. I can't help it. Hello, do you read me? This is Lieutenant Donatis. Listen, can you come quick? I found them. I know where they are. I'll have to show you where it is. They're all dead at the edge of the hills. Lieutenant Donatis. <laughs> At the end of the clip, the undercover pig tries to square off against the muscle-bound dude and dies horribly doing so. And they cut from this to our next clip. Jesus. Being near you makes me so happy. I know I'm a nobody, and yet you allow me to stay here. I, I can't start to tell you how truly grateful I am. I owe you so much. There's nothing I wouldn't do for you. I want to give you more than just my body. It's the truth. Well, don't worry about that. Give me your love. That's enough. Mistress, I have to speak to you. I have discovered that there was a police agent among us. A police? Go. Yes, divine one. Mistress, someone saw me as I threw Rose into the pit. When I walked away, I accidentally caught the man reporting it to the police over walkie-talkie. It was Gabriel. What? Yes, Gabriel. I'm afraid I was forced to kill him. It's only a matter of time till they find him and the others. They will be coming here soon. The time has come, Tanga. Our fate is sealed. You know what I mean. I want you to go and prepare everything. How much time, mistress? Half an hour. Then gather everyone around the throne. It shall be as you say, Divine One. That takes us to the hour and 26 minute mark, and the rest is the run to the finish. I think we have about 15-ish minutes or so And this here. makes sense about the Jonestown part, so you know she hates them all anyway, so. Yeah, and we'll kind of see what happens when we come back at the end of this, but she's pretty much, the thing that she's preparing is for everyone to fucking die. Like, that's basically, yeah, exactly. that's, that's obvious what's happening. She's a doomsday cult and sex cult leader. This end game is pretty much in sight. We know what was going to happen this entire time. This is, uh, this is what they do. 
<laughs> the this is not unheard of for doom for cultists. It's they pretty much eventually all go to doomsday. Right. Uh, yeah. Again, this is what all cults do. Eventually they all end on doomsday. And also the people that don't recognize the plots of all of these cults in a show is pretty much doomed to be in a cult themselves, I think. Yes. Yes. If you, if you, at some point, or if you are taken in by fancy strangers often who can get you, uh, you're going to be in a cult eventually. And if you're lost as a person, like you, you have no direction and you get taken in by pretty people, you're definitely going to end up in a cult. <laughs> Well, I don't know if that's 100% exactly how it ends up happening. 90% of the time, that's what's going to fucking happen. Yeah, one way, shape, or form, they find you. They know that you are their target audience, and they manipulate Mm -hmm. you into joining. Yeah, it it does happen. Um, Yeah. I was just basically more or less trying to make a joke, and then you turned it into a serious thing and ruined my joke. Sorry. Sorry about that. (laughs) No, no, no. I get a little itchy with cults. (laughs) Cults are a very serious thing, and Matt suffered through plenty of them. He is a relapsed Catholic, after all. Fuck yeah. And I'm still a fucking Packers fan, so that's a cult in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and just finish this fucking movie. You'll do something that hurts me every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to do it? Let's just run this. Run to the finish. Let's run it home, man. Right. Yeah, let's run it home. Take, right, it run, home. Take it home, Court. The run to the finish starts with Tanga being bummed about the pigs and the fun ending, so he sneaks off to start the gigantic doomsday bomb hidden inside the camp throne for Emmanuel. He bashes the gong, and that sends Dorian into a tizzy with each one of them that is hit, and that is our next clip. I've made up my mind, Patricia. I'm in love with you. I'll never be able to stand you being together with anyone else. Dorian. My children, there is so much I'd like to tell you. So overfilled is my heart with everlasting love for you. I now wish you to make love here in front of me. Make love with every bit of strength in your bodies and in your souls. You should imagine that there's nothing at all after it. That it's your last moment of lovemaking here on earth. And then, and then there is nothing. There's just eternity. An eternity of nothing. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a wonderful Bummer. reward, lady. <laughs> Bummer. This starts a musical sequence orgy in the dirt being filmed in all of its lack of glory, just people covered in grime and grass, gyrating in the dust to the awfulness that is the end song, which is the biggest padding there is. The film reminds yeah. us of the bomb just before Dorian decides to run off with his love and they walk up to confront Emmanuel for them to leave in our penultimate clip. Divine one. I can no longer go on following the teachings of the sect. The reason, the reason is I'm in love with Patricia, and I'd like permission to leave with her. Divine one, anything else would be a lie now. To you, to God, to me, to your message. Please understand me. As for the money, the sect is to keep it. I'll keep Dorian for it. Nothing matters as long as I can stay together with Dorian. I see. So you are in love. All right, then. Go. I can't hold you back. Thank you, Divine One. With that, he rips off the pendant, and they go to split. Tanga says it's slaying time, and Emmanuel agrees, and they need to be quick about it so that he can get back in time to explode with everybody else. The cult leader remorsefully admits that she has failed and states that in a spirit of extreme lust, she must die, so she gets naked and asks the cult to fuck her. They do, and then the happy couple is confronted by a cult member with a gun in our final clip. Oh, Dorian. I'm so happy. Hey, take it easy. I'm driving. Do you want to get us killed? 
What's the hurry? All right, you two. Get out of the jeep. Come on, keep moving. Let's go. Ah! Dorian! I'll break every bone in your body if you try that again. Get on your feet and get moving. Move it! <laughs> the two of you will be down there with all the others who wanted to leave us. <laughs> I can't believe the Divine One knows about this. This has always been done only at her command. What makes you think anybody could leave the Divine One and not pay the consequences? The penalty for trying to leave the Divine One is death. Kneel down there! But Tango, we didn't... Dorian, I advise you not to try any more your tricks. Derek has a very itchy trigger finger. Now come over here. Stop, kneel down. I said kneel down! And stay there. It's not my assault you are dying. I'm getting rid of you personally. At the end of the clip, Dorian uses the explosion of the camp to kick the gun-toting dude down the pit, and then Kung Fu fights his way around Tanga, and it's as pathetic and as lame as that sounds. Yeah, it's not the greatest of uh, stunt work. Tanga gets him into a chokehold and is rock-smashed by the senator's daughter, and then falls into the pit, refuses help from Dorian, then he falls to his death, and Dorian checks on the senator's daughter to make sure she is okay. Cops show up too late with the senator, and Dorian walks off into the sunset towards them only now the senator is happy that she has the cult dude with her because the cult is dead maybe I'm not sure what's going on none of that fucking matters because it's all over with and we never have to talk about this at all ever again roll credits good lord <laughs> yeah that's um that was rough how fake did that fucking dynamite look in that bomb how, how much um, did that just look like a bunch of paper towel rolls yeah it looked like a, 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 there was a year i went to one of your halloween parties and uh my wife and i did uh one of those black and white uh uh you know movie figures like from the 1920s where she was like the damsel in distress yeah and i played the villainous guy and i had one of those big fake things of tnt you know that's how they always appear in my look more real than that <laughs> yeah and you were like one of those guys that was like tying the damsel to the train track type villains from the old silent yeah films. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah it's it was everything about this was amateurish and just really poorly kind of done except for the actual filming of the sequences and the scenes like the dubbing kind of well the the dubbing was 100 amateurish you can hear it it doesn't really quite fit it doesn't make a lot no. of sense and in some cases there are people that are talking and they don't bother dubbing over top of it because it doesn't fit the storyline that they're trying to do uh, yeah, that's the thing I'm getting at is this this was clearly a different film or a couple of different films that were actually shot rather well and produced rather decently, but then got spliced together into this version of the film that we watched, which is really fucking confusing and jumps around a lot in time, but is essentially still about the same exact cult. There's just a satellite branch that's being run by the blonde guy that looks like a knockoff Jim Morrison and like Johnny from uh, the Karate Kid had like a child. <laughs> yeah. Get him a body bag. He he looks like uh if Johnny from the Karate Kid formed a cult after losing to Daniel Son. That's basically what the guy looks like. That that that's definitely that is wow, yeah. That is good that is a good way of putting it. I didn't even think of that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not terrible. It's not the worst out of the ones that we've seen, but it's certainly like you can tell this series is running out of steam. Like we haven't really had, we really haven't had a really great one since, I don't know. What's the last one that we both really kind of enjoyed? It wasn't the porn. Manuel and Bangkok, I think. Well, yeah, that definitely we enjoyed that one a hundred percent, but like the white slave trade was a bummer. Um, Yeah. The divine, not divine Emmanuel, but Emmanuel. um, And the, the one where she was in the nunnery was the last one i can remember we really liked and yeah kind of, yeah yeah that wasn't half bad yeah and you could pretty much enjoy most of that what's going on in there because that's sort of a fever dream of a film and like a fantasy world yeah and no and no one's like no there was no like unwanted sex yeah there's no just out and out rape and this was just rape fest i mean yes it's a cult that's pretty much expected sure but essentially emmanuel's or this divine's manner of making everybody in the cult work with her is they all had to have sex with everybody couldn't refuse any sex at all so that they had that oxytocin release going where and everybody had to have group sex so that it had that group mind going that makes sense that's totally cult and everything but she also Mm -hmm. had a wicked sadistic sexual tinge to her where she liked to have people suffer like hence why the brutal deflowering by her brute of a man that she had do that I mean here's what I would think something happened to this cult leader when she was younger uh, a, a very much kind of like a, a, an assault and so she actually hates sex hates people who enjoy sex and so that's why she hates all these cult members even though she started the cult and why she tried to kill a dude when she was having sex with him why she you know wanted other women to be victimized probably in the same way she was victimized she was a victim who did not properly take care of her trauma and allowed her trauma to make her the villain because once you start perpetrating violence on other people, you stop being the victim yourself and you start being the perpetrator. Well, holy shit. Yeah, that just pretty much wraps up this film and gives it a much more beautiful psychological wrapper than we actually had in the story. So I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Look at me. I can sometimes think things. Yeah, my notes, my story time. Jesus Christ, what am I going to come up with? But we'll take a little break. You want break. me to do story time this week? Because I got one. All right. Well, yeah, I guess we could probably switch it Because it deals now. with the cult. <laughs> well, then I definitely need to hear your cult story <laughs> up next on the pirate radio edit is the band air apparent with the song yes i need someone which is going to really tie into the craziness that happened in this cult film and the psychedelic era that spawned it and when we come back we'll hear matt's cult story right after this would fit and do they ever yeah right no shit (laughs) well hopefully you have a story time that fits with your cult story for our next story time story time 
time. All right. So the only thing I kept thinking about when I was watching this movie was I watched a documentary. It was on Netflix about the Branch Davidian cult. Um, and one of the things that really set it apart from a lot of the like, I love documentaries anyway. Uh, I've become that kind of old person. And the only thing that kind of really switched it apart for me was they had former members. And usually when you see a documentary about a cult, you're talking to former members. There are people who've been like, they've gotten out of it. And they're like, nah, that was dumb. They literally had people who still believed in everything that David Koresh preached and who still were technically Branch Davidians, but who had left the compound for whatever reason. Uh, one, the worst one was this lady who had left because her kid, her husband got their kids out. Her husband was not part of the Branch Davidian and she had to give her kids up and then he would not let the kids go back when he had them. So, and the government wasn't going to ever send the kids back in there. So she left to be with her kids. And the one thing that stuck with me, and I'll never forget it, they were going through some of the different things. The branch davidians were in trouble for for everything from the guns and all that but then it turned into you know david koresh molesting 13 year old girls little girls because you know he he would do terrible things and this lady literally tried to rational way that at 12 and 13 they're technically women because you know so that should be allowed and he was not a bad man for doing that and that floored me and then i'm like you shouldn't be able to see your current i mean i'm sure now they're when she was doing this interview, her children were older. Uh, but I uh, hope that, you know, her kids see this and go, Mom, you can't ever be around your grandkids and don't ever talk to me again because that's fucking disgusting. And just watching her, especially her, uh, there are a few others, but n- nobody really tried to justify everything the way she did. But in her mind's eye, the Branch Davidians and David Koresh did nothing wrong. And that is scary how much a cult can still hook into you decades later. When you're out of it for decades, you have family who are not in it at all, who think of you as, you know, try to get you help and it won't do. And it is buried into your brain. And that is fucking scary shit. So there's my story. was a wild wild country i think was the documentary of the people that were like moving into a small town and just kept buying up more and more property and like things kept escalating between the cult and the town and there was like poisonings happening and a bunch of other shit that just kept getting worse and worse like yeah anybody who's actually been morbid enough to sit at home and watch those documentaries on whatever streaming service that they're available about these various cults and everything they're not going to really be all that shocked to watch this kind of a movie and see the plot line unfold um yeah no they won't i mean you sit there and you're just like that's why i said throughout the whole movie i'm just like doing what cults do this is every documentary i've ever seen on cults and i and that has been a, always a particular interest uh, of my ever since you watch live as branch davidians burned alive one of the first kind of shock and awe moments that happened live on tv uh you you sit there and you wonder what can possess people to live this way in and you want to understand that but the one thing i found in all these years of trying to research cults and watch everything I can about different cults and why people do, what are they doing is I will never have that mindset. I can't understand it. I don't get it. I just don't. I've, I never had that. You know, I never had it even as a kid, that much faith in the Catholic religion that even my parents showed uh, that my, you know, my, my siblings show that uh, other people that in my family show, I never had it in me to, to say, well, this guy's got to be a hundred percent. Right. And you 
you know, this this dude who's standing up at a podium, he must be telling me the absolute matter of fact true. Forget the fact that, you know, here in a little bit, he's going to pass around a plate that you have to throw in money for. Um, it, it, For some reason, it's always bugged me from even a young age and then seeing cults in that and coming to terms with the fact that organized religion in its own set, like how, like I'll bust on Scientology all day long, but how funny is it that I was also an altar boy? So I dressed in a white robe and, and held what was supposed to be the body of Christ or the blood of Christ. And, you know, we do that shit. So I, I believe there's something bigger than us out there. I'm not an atheist. I, I do believe there's something bigger than us. There's just too many things unexplained, but I don't think we as man can say, well, this book contains all the right answers. Uh, because uh, as history has always shown, man, uh, people, human beings are the most fallible things put on this planet more than any other creature because we're just smart enough to be dangerous and just stupid enough to do something about it. <laughs> I think that's a great place to end it at because uh, that's exactly the uh, frame of mind that I'm sitting at after watching this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy, I love it when you can actually go off on stuff. All right, so we're going to play the show housekeeping that's going to be ending all the bullshit and giving you all the rundown of the memes and all that stuff so I don't have to say it. And then immediately following that, we will have the band Art with the song Supernatural Fairy Tales, which is exactly what Matt was just expounding upon quite extensively there for all of you. <laughs> and uh, when we come back, we will close out this already overlong fucking show. If you've decided you can't get enough of the show and would like to check out more of it, we're available at legionpodcast.com. Just do a quick search for Cinema PsyOps or just enter this entire URL into your browser, www.legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast. Also available along with all of the fellow Legionnaires on the Legion Discord chat. And now let's give you a rundown of the memes and how you're going to get them through Cinema PsyOps. The easiest place to go is to subscribe to our Instagram feed, which is our main meme repository at Cinema underscore PsyOps. Or you could also follow the Facebook page of Cinema PsyOps because they are immediately posted there after they get posted to the Instagram repository. And you can also check out the Facebook group of cinema psyops and the memes are shared there i am available on facebook as court psyops because the memes are also shared there as well thanks for listening to the show i still can't believe that you're subscribed to us or here every week just like us
right, that is the band art with the song Supernatural Fairy Tales, which fits quite well with everything that we were discussing with the horse shit having to do with cults and religion, which is just basically a cult that has plenty of followers and a longer line of followers that have stuck with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's 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 basically cults that just got started a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's organized religion is just basically cults that have stuck around long enough. That's that's they got governments it. behind it. How about that? <laughs> or formed governments behind it because it was in power long enough as well with followers. Sure. Yeah. Uh, however, yeah, it needs to be explained. It's it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you're out there feeling even more like the entirety of your life is set up by one giant fucked up sex doomsday called kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch <laughs> and enjoy this song from the lemon pipers through with you as you do that do you hear me i hear you all right excellent recording in progress all right it is in progress thank you computer <laughs> wow jesus fucking christ so this is two of the four weeks we have left of yes. the manual that we were recording so of our lord jebsner <laughs> All right. Well, I got my stuff. I'm all set up. I'm ready to rock. You can hear me. You can hear my clips. And uh, let's just not tally about. Let's just get this. But are you over. ready to roll? Um, I might be ready to rock and or roll, but not rock and roll. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I, I need, all right. I need all a right. couple of minutes and a couple of hits, and then I'll be ready to rock and roll. Oh, okay. Awesome. Thankfully, cut away from, at least in the start, um, pretty quickly. But like when the people Hawking! are... Excuse me. Hawking! When the people are actually... There is an inordinate amount of stim. Uh, there is an in. Uh, three, two, one. Up next. Well, it's on not the my cult story. It's something I watched about a cult. Oh, don't ruin it for everyone. It's your cult story. Uh, it's my cult story. There, now you get to hear that. And I don't have to play it again. No, that's nice.
while you're out there feeling even more like the entirety of your life is set up by one giant fucked up sex doomsday cult, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. <laughs> and enjoy this song from the Lemon Pipers through with you as you do it. And here's a song for you. Kind of hard to believe that, that song's from like the 60s, right? <laughs> yeah, right? No shit. <laughs> All right. So that is that fucking show. Let's go ahead and end this bullshit and then we'll get into the next episode for next week. All right. Here we go. Recording stopped.